Greetings and welcome everyone, it's All You Can Geek Gamecast episode 659. I'm your host Jim Gast, joined by Corey Fonzo. Ahoy! And Tony Korkanakis. Yo! Welcome guys, welcome listeners, welcome viewers. No uh, Mike! We're, we're live on Twitch though, and Mike has joined us previously on these chats. So maybe he'll rejoin us on the Gamecast, we don't know. We don't know what he's doing, he's on vacation. Huh? But he did join us on the Moviecast. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, we don't know. But uh, he's on vacation, so enjoy your vacation, Mike, if you don't join us here. Uh, but uh, we'll see you guys. We'll see you next week there. Anyways, Twitch Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock. Join us live. Have some fun chat with us. If not, we're on YouTube, so subscribe, please. That's mm-hmm. the way it works in YouTube. That way you get notified. And you can leave us a comment and everything like that. So, okay. Guys, it is the Gamecast. It is uh, the new week. Uh, we have the home stretch before the fall releases really start happening really is now. Uh, I'm just going to drop the bombshell that I bought a game over the weekend for my Steam Deck. It is not the game you're all thinking in your heads right now. It is the other game you might think I might get. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I picked up Baldur's Gate 3, not Diablo 4, and I apologize to my Diablo 4 people that wanted me to join them. Uh, I just... Don't apologize. Social media has nailed me like this. I'm like, I'm seeing way too much fun with this game. I've got to check it out. So I bought it yesterday. I got to play it a bunch yesterday. I didn't get to play it much today, unfortunately, with the day. But uh, I did get to play it. Uh, man, it is a technical D&D fan's dream. Mm-hmm. And then it's also fun to just not... like. If, let's say you're an RPG fan and D&D is kind of intimidating. The game can take over for you and let like it'll be like, listen... Don't we'll we'll do the randomization for you here. We'll we'll do it for you. Don't don't get too intimidated here. Uh, so like I spent like an hour yesterday on the character generator. Like it was like an hour, uh, which is small for D and D. Like that's not a lot of time actually. If you're building a character in D and D, you can spend hours on it. Um, oh, thanks, Churro. See, Churro, thank. I just saw your, your Baldur's Gate greater than Diablo. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, man, the combat is it, the game is so fun. The way that you can play it and try to break it, and they've it's a it's an adventure. It's a D&D game. And like you can do it multiple different ways and kill people and, and break down conversations based on your like charisma and intelligence and, and, and solve puzzles that way. And it is like awesome. And I think I did play, I did used to play Baldur's Gate 2. Uh, I played a little bit of that in the beginning, or at least I played Icewind Dale. Wasn't Icewind Dale like an expansion for that? Um, when it came out years ago, years sure. ago, but I gotta give them credit, man. They built a game that's, Quite solid. There's some glitches, obviously. It's huge. But it's not terrible. It's not crashing. It runs great in the Steam Deck. Um, and I just absolutely love the world they built, the characters that are so far in it. They're so, like, it's got that comedic touch with a D&D thing you would hope to get. And it's got the the seriousness of it. Just like the movie you guys watched earlier. Like, it's kind of, like, it's got that vibe where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is a great universe. This is, like, it's going to be insane what you're going to experience. It just from the start of the game you yeah. just you know it's going to be insane what you experience so i i'm very impressed with it so far very impressed um and awesome, i hope to have more i'll have more to talk about it on next yeah, i mean they're next definitely time, so. way different games than sure yeah diablo this is, yeah diablo is a very rush fun you know loot builder and this is still a loot builder but it's very it can be well, very technical i think yeah and, i was yeah. gonna say it's definitely got way more i think adventure type feel to it than yeah. Diablo. Diablo is just a circuit of get a gear, get gear, do it again, yeah, get gear. Yeah, you know the loop. You play yep. the loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is a stop combat style game to pick what you want to do and choose your actions. Um, reminds me of, obviously, of uh, Knights of the Old Republic, 
Uh, if you remember that, wasn't that like a, you could, you could pause it and pick your action and build up queue kind of thing. I don't think you can build a queue in this one, but there's so many different wheels to pick from. Uh, I, I just, I'm very, very impressed with the build of this game. And now I understand why it's getting so much love online. Um, they, mm-hmm. I, out of nowhere, out of left field, this game, really, like I was not anywhere on this radar, but it's, it's fun. Yeah, no, all the, most of the people that I played <laughs> moved on to Fuller's Gate when it all came out. Way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's how, great. how Blizzard's short-lived these days. Yeah, I mean, oh, the, the, give I, Baldur's Gate give it credit though. It's not like the hate of Diablo. It's the greatness of what they built in this universe. Yeah. And, and just to yeah. be able to do what you want, like literally, like somehow they I mean, D so much into this. Like game. you said, D and D game essentially, yeah. and like you can people know the character, the the world, and you build yeah. it. You so, build it, and you play your right. game the way you you play it the way you want. Right, to exactly. It, it empowers the player; It doesn't yes. take away the, the choice and stuff yeah. like that. And I think that's where we're at these days. Because I mean, you just look at titles like you know, uh, Zelda. You know, obviously, you know, gives players a lot of choice. Minecraft, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Even Fortnite with it's that sandbox, you know, like right. let <laughs> the player like figure out the the way they want to do it, the way right. they want to play it. Yeah, right. You let them express themselves through the gameplay, yeah. and, and you're not wrong for whatever that. way you decide. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. I mean. Uh, it is crazy because, like, it was in um, early access or whatever for a long time. And I had a couple yeah. of friends that were, like, really into it and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'll just wait for the full release, whatever, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I, the, the, the culture of, like, zeitgeist for this is insane. Like, the, absolutely the, insane. Some uh, of the patch notes were just ridiculous. They they fixed the penis C and penis D yeah. uh, mm-hmm. in the patch notes. <laughs> <laughs> there's some craziness that you see online from this game and that's the idea of what you're saying like there's so yeah. much freedom in this game to do and play it however you want yeah. to play it well, what's so funny is there was a, i saw a short like tiktok <laughs> or whatever where it was like player or streamers reacting to um taking off all their, their clothes. clothes yeah yeah right and in most games it's like okay you're just in your your underwear basically right this is like no you see everything and it's like yep. people aren't expecting it. they're like what what and like like you know, having reaction, you know, all of it's not genuine, I'm sure, but still, it's just kind of funny, like, because I would react that same way, like, oh, oh shit, that is a, that's a dick. That's, <laughs> a mole. that's some titties, you know, like, whatever, it's like, cool. Uh, but, I mean, one of the things, like, just, I love and and what I'm, like, teetering on, because uh, I probably will get this game now, because everything's sounding good. You can but, play uh, it in uh, three players, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, I saw somebody tweet about how they killed this woman NPC to take her items or something like that, but then used a scroll of resurrection to revive her. And then this NPC thought that the same character was her savior. And like, <laughs> rest, like, Oh my God, you saved me. And like, is now indebted to this player. And I'm just like, that is amazing. Like that is so freaking, it's dark, but it's kind of funny. It's like, yeah, I'm going to rob and murder and rob you, but then I'll revive you so that you yeah. think I'm, your hero there's no downside right <laughs> it's like that is awesome yeah and then there's a, a surprising amount of detail to finding people's underwear in this game uh as well there's the beheaded or bedded in one of the guy's underwears like if you own these underwear the, you could read like the comments and things you own these underwear uh you either bedded or beheaded me and congrats that's what it says in the underwear because <laughs> yeah, it says either way you got lucky yeah either way you got lucky yeah so uh, it's it, it's just it's really funny and uh, yeah I'm it, it's just not even that part of it but like the combat the way you can break down the combat the way you can explore the world is just free just whatever you want to like I, I, it's unbelievable you can build a game this open 
like this much different to play it this many different ways. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. So cool. there was uh yeah, Turo mentioned there was like a video of Matt Mercer stacking boxes on, and just like <laughs> he like uses crates to just get climb a uh, scale like that's on, awesome uh, a wall or something. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, this is your world. That's exactly yeah. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, that's absolutely absolutely right, Turo. That's that's what I'm saying. Like it is, you literally play it the way you play it. Like I've heard that before in games, but literally this is you do it in this game. You play it the way you want to play it. So, um, cool. All right, that's it for me so far. Uh, uh, Corey didn't get to do too much gaming this week, so okay, that's no it. All right, Tony. Uh, finished up Pikmin Four. Nice, um, very lengthy, very meaty game. Oh, was long? Okay, I was gonna say, how long was it? Well, so my final stats, the final count was forty hours. Um, but that is like, I 100% everything. I did every possible thing in this game because you only get these ones a decade so far. That's the cadence. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to do every fucking thing possible. Cause I mean, cause it's fun, but first of all, but I was like, I really want to enjoy this game. Uh, but I did do a lot of resources because I did a, uh, deathless run in pick, mm. which if you don't know, like it is very hard to do. Like it's almost like playing Starcraft or Warcraft and like not losing a unit. Like it's almost, you know. It's almost that level of like, yeah, it's a lot of like, you know, restarts. It's like I would lose one pick and be like, oh. mm-hmm. and it's it's because of like a stupid error. I would like throw something. So you, you're going so you don't lose anything at all. Any Pikmin, right? Any Pikmin. All. Wow. Any that's Pikmin. Impressive. Yeah, because this is like, I mean, there's one time I was in a cave, right? And uh, I flipped the controller a little bit too much to like point my pointer at something else. And I just like pointed into the void and like I just mm. threw a Pikmin. And you see him go, he goes, and like makes the death noise, and you see the little soul come out. And I was like, I'm, I'm so sorry, buddy. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna restart that right now. Like, let's rewind time, go back, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, no, the game is so fun. Um, I, I just really can't praise it enough. In a world without Zelda this year, this would actually be my front runner for game of the year. Mm. Like. That's uh, that's the thing. This year is so crazy with games it's like back. Like everything has been. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like, can I even touch Street Fighter Six? I haven't touched Star Wars. I know. And Star Wars was Boulder's fantastic. Day, you know, all the games is incredible. incredible. Right. So, so, but I mean, they did a fantastic job. The graphics are amazing. Um, the gameplay was just so good. Like they would, they you know what Nintendo does with a lot of their titles that, that they choose to is that slow but steady progression of difficulty. Right. Where it's like yeah. the first like level or two mm. or whatever. It's like okay, here you go. It's like it's like baby's first fill in the blank, right? It's like mm-hmm. we're, just ge- we're just we're gonna take it from the the shallow end here. It's like here's how you do this, and here's how you do this. But then by the end of the game, it's just like okay, now do all of these things at the same time, and it's like wait, wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I made the mistake one uh, one night because I was like kind of stuck on how. So usual gameplay um, is like hey, every day you have a certain amount of time, you have to collect as many things as you can before the day is up and stuff like that. That's great. But with this one, they have these, uh, what they call Dendori battles, right? Where it's like, they give you challenges where like, you're timed like five minutes or four minutes, whatever. And you have to achieve a certain goal, whether it's defeat all the enemies, collect all the things in like just one small level. Uh, But it's such tightly tuned and designed that it's like, you really have to shave off seconds anytime you can. It's almost like speed running in a way, right? Where it's just like, you have to find that optimal Mm -hmm. route, that optimal pathing and stuff like that. So there's one I was stuck on. I was like, I just could not understand what I was doing wrong. Like, I was like, I don't, I'm missing something here, right? So I made the mistake of uh, looking up a clip on uh, YouTube 
And this one person was absolutely destroying every, like I was like, cause it was like halfway through the a stack of levels. Right. And so I had to watch him play two to, to get to the point I was at, but just yeah. watching him do these other ones. I was like, Holy shit. I thought it was okay at this game, but I'm not like you, this person is just <laughs> crazy. Like, like they're doing everything. I'm just like, Oh my God. It's one of those things where it's like, you think you're the best, like, cause you are the best in like your, your area yeah. or something. And it's like, yeah. Oh, like I'm so good. And like, nobody can touch me. And then you get to the, bigger yep. pool of players or whatever and you're like oh what yep. i'm a small fish yeah but it's okay whatever i did it i'm happy nice cool all right. man cool. all right let's get into some news we've got a bunch going on let's see the uh let's see we had the new we had the switch numbers last week i think right after the podcast i think these came out switch worldwide yeah. sales 129.53 million uh zelda tears of the kingdom 18 and a half million sold uh Switch is selling like almost 130 million copies of uh, hardware units. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Switch worldwide sales. That's in, that's incredible. Um, remember when, that, you, said, remember yeah. when you said you doubted it would reach 100 million? Yeah. No, that's I remember. Time. I was there. I said time. it. I includes uh, all versions of it, right? I assume. That? that includes all versions. All, all of, models. Yeah. All Switch yeah. family. They call it Switch family mm-hmm. or like that. Um, no, but I mean, that's awesome. Uh, it's Within earshot now of uh, DS and PS2, those are the two ones where's, that. Where's the DS on there? Like, where's that at? I want to say DS is around like 148, 149, and PS2 is like <clears throat> 151 or something like that. Yeah. It's around that. It's like just there. Oh, uh, it's really going to depend on. Yeah. So, I mean, we have uh, the holiday period and quarter one of 2024. That should get them to another, I want to say like. 8 million or so, so we can just say 138 mm-hmm. by, you mm-hmm. know, that. Uh, it, it really is going to depend on the plan of Switch 2, or whatever, you know, yeah, uh, whatever they call, call it. it. If yeah. they're going to just drastically be like, hey, we're not even producing Switches anymore. Move on to the next one, right? Yeah. Because that's kind of what Microsoft and Sony did with their systems, right? They didn't want you buying PlayStation 4s or Xbox Ones anymore. They wanted you to buy the new stuff. Yep. Or it could be like, hey, you're a Switch 2, it's probably going to be more expensive. Probably going to be like you know three ninety nine or something like that. But if you don't want that, here's regular Switch for you know two fifty or whatever, something like that, and do a, a price drop. If they go that route, it will probably absolutely sell another like ten, twelve million units in one two years. To yeah, I mean the Switch lights are, I mean such great deals. Like if you drop those, oh, yeah. You know. yeah, absolutely. I mean oh, for such a while, a huge library, those, yeah. So yeah, so, PS2 is one fifty five. I have here and DS. Oh, 150, yeah, one fifty four for DS. Okay, mm-hmm. there we go. Higher than I thought, but yeah, yeah. So, so I okay. we'll see. It's, yeah, we'll see. I don't think Either it's going to happen, but it's possible. It is impressive. Yeah, yeah it's absolutely impressive. It for really company, will depend on Switch Two. Yeah. Also, I mean, for a company that flopped so hard with Wii U to make a comeback like that, that's that's the impressive mm-hmm. part. Like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely, and, and that, this is without a. Uh, I mean, they sold ten all. times yeah. the amount of switches that they did. <laughs> yeah, no. oh, Wii U, yeah, exactly. We use just uh, ten times, yeah. Part of a, this, the legacy there, but and then Tears of the Kingdom. I just got to say, eighteen million. So that only covers up until the end of June, right? So that's half oh, away because well. it launched yeah. half through May, and then June. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. eighteen millions in less than two months. It's pretty fucking insane. Because I mean, remember last year when we talked about Elden Ring? I mean. I think it hit 12 million or something like that in almost a similar time frame. That was multi-platform on everything that had, you know, mm-hmm. all yeah. the uh, the zeitgeist there and stuff like that. So, I mean, that is just an impressive rate. That's half of what Breath of the Wild has done in seven years. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. 
Uh, it's absolutely insane. But you have a much better install base at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, but then you still look at Mario Kart 8 Deluxe because I know we talked about that last week. <laughs> and that sold another million something units in three months. In three months. It's still going. Crazy. It's still going. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think uh, it's, it's, it's impressive. It really is. And, and the other news we had today was the uh, Pokemon Stadium 2 is now uh, available on uh, the online, Switch mm -hmm. Online. Uh, and what was the other game? Pokemon Trading Card oh, Game? Trading Card Game on Game yeah. Boy. Yeah. yeah. Impressive. Mm -hmm. It's all released this morning, so you can play that now. Mm -hmm. uh, Pokemon Stadium was such a huge game uh, for that, yeah. for the N64. So It's kind of funny seeing like online reactions, right? Because especially on Twitter or Reddit, where like, I feel people are who are unhappy yeah. are yeah. more vulnerable. They're going to post. Right? Yeah, they're going to post. They're going to post, and they're like, oh. Pokemon Stadium, look, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, and it's funny because like Matt from Sarcana, yeah, former SVD, it, yeah. is yeah. like, uh, people forgot how big of a deal that was back then. They posted the charts, and it was the number one game of the year, or something like that, which is, yeah. just goes to show like, it is a big game. If you don't think it is to yourself personally, that's fine. But I mean, let's not underplay, you know, achievements. Yeah. Stuff, so. yeah. It's just funny. Yeah, it was. Um, let's see. Uh, we talk about Microsoft real quick. Um, Two things yeah. for them. One, uh, we've got their Game Pass subscription no longer a dollar. It was a dollar for 30 days. Now it's a dollar for Yeah, like days. the special promotion that they had yeah. was... That's changed. Sign up for a dollar for a month, and now it's half that. Yeah. Less than in, half in, that. In the looming Starfield launch, they've changed this. Um, mm -hmm. I, you so, know, I didn't forecast this specifically, but I said right before Starfield, Xbox will... Fuck with Game Pass, they'll increase the price, and this is yeah. just in the same. It's a precursor right? to that. I right? mean, it's essentially basically saying um, you're gonna have to sign up for this. You can't just do the trial if you want to be yeah. Starfield. Right. Yeah, and I think, and I, I get that too. They want to get their money for that, um, mm -hmm. but I mean, it. I mean, I get it. So the price, but they haven't raised the price yet. To so give them credit on that, <laughs> again. Uh, so well, what but, take effect? They announced it. I just oh, this was. I thought it was already in effect. It's not anymore. It's not yet. I thought it was already. Oh, in effect. You said that they. I thought, was, I thought it was. Price. Oh no, they didn't raise the prices for this yet. I thought they raised it earlier in the year. Game Pass. I thought it was already going. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm gonna look it up right now. Microsoft price hike is good on. Oh Jesus! I gotta skim this article real mm. quick. I'm good. Fill in time. Fill in time. Mm. Uh. Suffer. But no, immediately I, on July sixth. Okay. No, that's new Game Pass members will see the new prices. Uh, if you're an existing Game Pass monthly subscriber, these new recurring prices reoccurring prices will not take effect until August 13th. Um, so yes, right. they're okay, right? A month like week. a month before. That's new members will see the prices. Before. Yeah, new members are already paying this price, but the old subscribers will get the the forced increase mm -hmm. uh, on the 13th of August. So yeah, yeah, not wrong. So there's the increase. So there's the increase for gaming people. For a That's game, for a game that has no demo at Gamescom, um, is it more about the fact that this game maybe not is is not good for a short demo, or is this game coming in hot? What do you think, guys? Probably a little both, but more yeah. likely is just they're focused on making the game and not trying to put a demo out that doesn't help them at all at this point. You still got to piece together a demo, right? Like you got to give them. A yeah, plan. I mean, you take resources away. Or making the game. I mean, I, so that's the reasonable take, right? Yeah, right? That's the reasonable I'm not take. here to be reasonable. I'm not here to be reasonable. <laughs> uh, I go. think this is a bad sign, and this swung me back into the. Mm, I don't know well, about this anymore. Like, 
Because uh, like, because let, let's let's go like normal case scenario here. There's a month <laughs> left, less than a month now. Uh, at Gamescom, when's Gamescom? Is it happening or is it next week? Uh, it's or was it last week? I don't know. Gamescom no, has not happened yet. Yeah, it's next week. Next week. It's next week. Um, Gamescom's next week. The game should be icing on the cake, gold done essentially at this point, right? There's there's patching going on, so it's very well, easy. 20... 23rd of August. So oh, it's later. Weeks. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Like, it's, you're, it's so you're close like two launch. weeks away. And like, here's the thing. I could understand if they didn't want to do a shore flo- uh, show floor demo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that would be weird. Because like, how many, how long can you... Right, like, you're just waiting in line time, right? all day sure. for it. You're not playing like, 30 minutes and getting a... But at least have like the press do like behind closed doors demos. Maybe that's their plan, but I... I in anything I, I read, they didn't announce that. I didn't get that from this, no. Which, mm-hmm. to me, is just insane. Because, again, if I were Phil Spencer, and I were running Microsoft, and I just came off the lows of Redfall and admitting on an Xbox podcast that, yeah, even if Starfield does come out and is a 10 out of 10, uh, it's not going to change the fate of the Xbox. I would be like, and I knew this game was good, right? I knew that this game was good, because I was there and I played it. Was helping them, you know, make business. You know, he's played it. There's no chance he's right. played it. Yeah, I would be no, like, yo, yeah. I need to show this off because we need to gain positive momentum here, people. Like, mm. we need to get the word out. We need that positive buzz. Fucking Gamescom, let's go, right? Especially if your do. argument, especially if your argument is that they automatically reduce your review scores. Based on it not being like, you know, certain, they, they're saying like, oh, they always reduce our scores by like, it's always a seven, where mm-hmm. somebody gets boosted in scores. Uh, essentially, I'm paraphrasing what he said. But right. if you're making that comment about reviewers and you're having a problem with that, then throw the game out there for other, other people to see it in the front. Get ahead mm-hmm. of it. Get ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Show, yeah. show them how amazing it looks. Yeah. So I agree with you. I agree with you. I think there should be a demo available. And I... In some yeah. capacity, again, even if it's just for the press behind closed doors, so they can get out articles that says, "Yo, Starfield is gonna be the real deal, folks." Like, get your Xboxes, get your Game Pass, get your PC ready, and stuff like that. But again, what do I know? I'm not a CEO. Of like, like how also how hard if you take one of their main planets that they built that's got to be done by now, and just give a person a 30 minute demo on the floor, uh, in that you have a character already pre made, they just pick up a controller and go in that section. Yeah, you experience the game like. I don't think it's out of the. I don't think it's out of the question. I just I'm not. Yeah. Again, Corey's Corey's take is the most reasonable one, and <laughs> also probably the most I mean, likely one. But I'm not here to be reasonable tonight. Microsoft has not earned it. Microsoft has not earned it. then and said pre-ordering this game is brave. I I agree. Yeah. It just. I mean, why would you pre-order this, right? Why would you, right? I don't know. First of all, if you are a Game Pass subscriber, you're golden. You don't need to. You just need to hit that pre-load button, right? Yeah. But if you're not a person that is already invested in the Xbox ecosystem, why would you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just wait, right? How many times have people been burned now by Xbox games, right? Yeah. Redfall, Halo Infinite. Anything that's not Forza, basically. Uh, You know, uh, State of Decay, like... All these games have disappointed, right? So, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, we'll see about that. With Baldur's Gate three, I forgot to mention this when I mentioned the game. Uh, Two hundred. Uh, sorry, second place in the uh, only behind Hogwarts Legacy for top two twenty twenty three users concurrent players. Four hundred thousand plus concurrent players for the game on Steam. On Steam. On Steam. This is on Steam. Uh, these mm. uh, results. So they built capacity, I think, for a hundred thousand. 
Uh, concurrent? They projected a hundred. Like uh, I forget his name, but he said he tweeted. He's like, yeah. I told our engineers that a hundred thousand is my high end expectation. Yeah, and they're, <laughs> they're, yeah. Uh, I heard that number grew from 400 to like 700 recently. Yeah, yes. Uh, so, yeah. yes. Um, it's gone up. Uh, I mean, the game's blown up. Give them credit. Like, this is awesome. It's awesome to have this. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm I'm sad. Even if I don't want to get this game, but I'm leaning more towards getting it. it. it this year but, has just been so amazing. That's what's so great right. about it. But, yeah. like, you have, you know, uh, a game that, like, is not. <laughs> I'm going to handle Final Fantasy a little bit right now. Right, where it's not trying to venture out into like new territory to capture a new audience. It's not riffing off of other popular media franchises to like try to gain a different subsection of an audience or anything like that. They're just like, hey, this is what we do, this is what we're good at, and we're we're just doubling yeah, down. We're tripling down yeah. on it. It's Baldur's Gate 3, let's say triple. We're, we're tripling down on it. Yeah. The CRPG systems, the character creation, the interaction, the 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 freedom to play the game you want. We're tripling down on all that stuff because that's what people loved about our games, right? And they were being rewarded for it. And I am so happy for them for that. It's yeah, To my knowledge, fun. there's no DLC, right? There's no cosmetic monetization. Uh, there was something for 20 bucks in the, uh, was it 20 bucks? It was like a digital deluxe <clears throat> uh, pack or something like that. So I don't know what that is, but on the okay. Steam store. But like, um, there's no battle pass. This, that, not that I'm aware of on that. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. nothing that I'm aware of on that, but I'm guessing it's $20 like, dlc pack at some point just like i i know boulders gate 2 had a lot of expansions they did and that was back before dlc exi- you know what i mean that was like way back in the olden days um, uh true chimed and said it's cheap and just starter stuff so like okay I, I guess if you're intimidated by a new genre but yeah you know so all right that's it's awesome good for them congrats uh let's talk about magic the gathering Match gathering collaborations have been going crazy. We talked about it on the couple of the episodes before. The uh, the one ring card sold for what did that sell for last? Uh, two million dollars. Two million dollars. Post, 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 Post Malone. I mean this 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 is like printing money. These collaborations, and I brought this on the podcast because now the next collaboration announced was I think Assassin's Creed as well. But Final Fantasy is the collaboration. Mm-hmm. The next one was, mm-hmm. it, was it Assassin's Creed as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So, and Final Fantasy. so they're dabbling in the in the video game world. They're giving us Assassin's Creed, but I think the big one is Final Fantasy here. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. Absolutely. Excited? Excited? I'm. I'm actually excited. I'm, I'm excited for excited. I'm yeah, gonna, no, I can't wait to see what they do. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is it a is it a um, secret layer or is it going to be mm-hmm. a? It is a full blown set like Lord of the Rings. Okay. It will have booster bo- booster packs, booster boxes, just like the Lord of the Rings. Gotcha. Right. You know, I imagine they'll have commander decks and stuff like that. Because, right, some of the collabs so far, like Walking Dead or Godzilla or whatever, um, you know, have just been like Secret Layer, where it's like, hey, or like Fortnite, where it's like, hey, Street Fighter, where it's like you buy one thing for 30, 40 mm-hmm. bucks and it's X amount of specific cards and you know what you're getting. And that's great. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. But I loved how they did Lord of the Rings. Like, honestly, yes. even if you don't play Magic, just like mm-hmm. go look at cards. Like, just the, yep. the way they represent the characters, the art. Even the references, if you understand the gameplay mechanics, you're like, oh wow, okay, like the way thing, yeah, the way they, yeah, incorporate the characters with the the way the cards play and stuff, yeah, right, with the cards. Like, I mean, it just fits so well. It just exactly, it fits so well. So I'm so excited to see what they can do with Final Fantasy, and it's not just one or two particular Final Fantasy games. They announced it's from the first game all the way up to 16. So we're getting the whole whole game. I imagine all the number titles. Hopefully, even some of the spinoffs and stuff like that. 
Like it, it's so cool. And it, the, the worst part to me as a fan of both Magic and Final Fantasy, despite what I've been saying about Final Fantasy 16 the past couple months, mm-hmm. like is waiting till 2025 because it's not next year. It's yeah, it's gonna be a while. So, but you gotta you gotta that. get that Lord of Rings stuff going through yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, kill it yep. already. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean, did, did you see uh, Gen Con is like the biggest board game yes. convention yeah. in America, and that just happened last week, and. uh Lorcana was just ridiculous. People waited the entire day to get into yeah. that. I, yeah, is uh, the crowds there? It was just like mad madness. It's wow, ridiculous got, to see. I just got the email from Heroes of Might and Magic, the board game. I've forgotten about that. That I had signed up for that announcement. They're they're getting ready to launch too. Um, mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that game. Uh, so yeah, it's like uh, this is these trading card games though. It's it's crazy and like um, apparently there is um, some theft happening at Gen Con yes. as well. Yeah, three hundred thousand dollars worth of cards got stolen. But they were caught. They were caught, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, well, I think so. I, I I didn't get to finish the uh, article, but I was like, whoa! I didn't even realize that this stuff was How going is that on. Possible? That's insane. It's inside jobs. Inside jobs. I'm sure. I'm sure. No way around that. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's cool. Like uh, to me, you know, uh, trading cards, uh, trading card games, I thought was one of those things that might just go out right with like yeah. digital mm-hmm. technology. Right. Right. And I mean, Hearthstone just kind of came right. out and just like, wow, yeah, what is this? this is amazing. Yep, exactly. I was really worried, but mm-hmm. it, they weathered it. They discovered what worked for them and just iterated it again. And, and it's that, that, yeah, it's that the FOMO, you know, preying on that a little bit. You yeah, know, a little the, bit. absolutely, for sure. Yeah, you, you got to, because it's a collectible. It's a collectible right. game, and, like, you want those serialized. I mean, the ser- serializing those cards, like, just shot shot up the collectible yeah, aspect. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm excited for the Final Fantasy tenfold. game, uh, the collaboration. Like I said, I'm mm-hmm. going to pick up a couple packs of that. Um, it's, it's, it's a cool thing they do, so. I can't and, wait for more, more of these. Yeah, so then the other cool thing, too, is, like, just speculating on this. So, like, Magic has really leaned to like alternate art frames and stuff. Alter, first of all, alternate art, but also alternate art for, uh, borders and frames and card designs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I'm hoping that they get, you know, because like, okay, imagine we're getting like Cloud and Tifa and, you know, popular characters like that. Sure. And it's great to do like the modern artwork or like the game artwork or something like that. But, like, I, I would love to have versions of like the uh, a mono art, right? Oh, like, he always does. Absolutely. For absolutely. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I know exactly. Just absolutely. Please. Right? Got I mean, to. the thing is, Wizards has hired Amano in the past to do um, one of the mo- their most popular characters, Leon of the Veil. And I have a card. I don't even play it. I just like have it in my There's body. a history already. Let's, yeah, yeah exactly. let's, that's awesome. Let's, yeah. let's do it. That's great. Um, this is, I'm, I'm more excited now. Let's, I hope. Please. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. So, all right. Uh, what else we have in the uh, the old news today? Uh, so let's see. We've got that done. Oh, we have Evo. Let's finish up with Evo. Yes. Um, that's why I saved Evo for last. Okay, guys. So we've got collaborations again. We've got crazy tournaments. We've got keys to the cities. Uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on with Evo. So uh, I guess the first thing that you that they break down first, let's go collaboration. Uh, they announced, and I, I will say the price is insane, but uh, Street Fighter... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles collaboration launched today. Uh, gear, skins, cosmetics—you know that's that's what that is in the game. Uh, a little pricey though, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's fifteen dollars per yeah. turtle, which I think is a little high. Like considering the turtles themselves are all kind of palette swaps, right? You know, it's I could, I could see like 
Yeah, I could see like five bucks a turtle. I could see yeah, that. I yeah, mean, yeah. I think I'd say ten dollars is fair. I think ten would be fair, but like just just do all four for twenty or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, four for twenty would be yeah. Because uh, I think it was only like as a character, it was like ten on Injustice Two or something like that. I saw people talking about it today, mm-hmm. but again, because like first of all, Nickelodeon is trying to revive turtles, probably commands more of a premium these days, and you know whatnot. So again, but it looks so cool. It looks the art was so awesome. cool. Yeah, yeah, they did a great job of it. Uh, I'm like it's exciting. I, I I gotta check it out. So yeah, absolutely, and and I'm sure it'll go on sale at some point. So if fifteen is yeah. I just I'm sure you mm-hmm. can get it for half they'll, off. Or something. They'll probably bundle them. They'll bundle them at some point. They'll bundle them at some point. But it's impressive. It's surprising. The artwork. I mean, I can't say that enough. That artwork. Uh, oh, the was, art. Yeah, yeah oh. the Shakira art was mm-hmm. amazing. Um, it's so cool to see this yeah. turtles in that style. I'm sorry, I, just, I can keep looking at it. It's unbelievable. No, it's, it is so cool. Like I love yeah. Shakira's art style. Like I mean, I love yeah. most Capcom arts, but like when they did the their MVC three artwork, I was just like, because yeah. I mean, that's my you're right. Because I love like comic characters, even though I might not like the comics anymore. But like also Capcom characters and seeing them drawn by like the same artist, like it's just so cool. Anytime they do this, it just yeah, awesome. yeah, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So. um yeah, so they also got the mayor of Las Vegas gave the, the founders of Evo the key to the city and declared August 6th National <laughs> Evo Day as well. Like, it's insane how big Evo. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot I of mean, stuff going on in this tournament. I mean, yeah. I posted pictures in the Discord, but yeah, I didn't even realize Evo was that giant I didn't know these days. I didn't know either. I mean, it is, you know, when we say Evo, because that used to be like kind of like, okay, it was a fighting game tournament, you know, whatever. And right. Like yep. But it is. Its own thing now. It, it is an its own beast, an entity. Um, I knew people that just went were, that weren't even competing. They just wanted it was just like a fighting game convention, right? It's yeah. just like I love fighting games. Like I'm not competitive with it. I'm not good enough. But like I just want to go and and be around people that just play it, right? Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. And I just think that is so cool because again, like there was that era, right, where where fighting games just. We're, we're dead. not around. Yeah. We're, we're basically dead until Street Fighter 4 came out. And I know we've talked about this on the podcast, and we'll continue to talk about it on this podcast. But yeah. so Street Fighter 4 came out, we're just like, oh shit, let's get back in this. Because yeah, everybody yeah. realized yeah. everybody's passion for it. And then it just like the competition got better, and then all these new games came out, and mm-hmm. they were getting better and pushing each other to be better. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. And because like you always think of like Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter, but there's like so many of these other games that, and Evo is just highlighting them, making them, yeah. you know, bringing them up into the spotlight and showing how like these other, you know, dev- developers have, you know, utilized different ways to make fighting games, not just with Street Fighter yeah. and Mortal Kombat style. Yeah. yeah congrats, congrats to Mike, by the way. Gold three. They're gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah. 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 Um, but you know, the thing is just like, I, I love it because even the fighting games, I don't like, like, I don't care for Tekken myself, but I yeah. was watching those finals, like, it, and just seeing people at the highest caliber of play, is just so exciting. And I say uh-huh. this even to my friends, like, even like League of Legends, I'm not into League of Legends anymore, but I will absolutely watch Worlds. I will absolutely watch like the best of the best for like that you, year. You posted a video of like a blind yes. guy playing Street Fighter. So that's yes, like he cool won his that he won that bracket, I think, if I, if I remember correctly. Crazy. But that's amazing. Like a, a, a sight impaired person playing a fighting game just on paper, you know, sounds ridiculous, right? But like, like you can play it, sure, but like in a, a high competition like that is, I mean that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, that is it's crazy. Amazing. And it just, you yeah. know, kudos to Capcom for the accessibility on on Street Fighter Six to be able to do that because I have an experience, but my understanding is like there are vision or there are audio cues for literally everything, like 
mm-hmm. stance changing, distance between you and your opponent, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We're just like, damn, like they really thought about yeah. this, right? That's crazy how much you have to do for that. That's awesome. So yeah. Uh yeah. and then lastly, like the Street Fighter Six, like I would even I wouldn't even say the top six, but like the last day of Street Fighter Six was absolutely awesome to just watch. Like everybody, every character was almost represented that I, I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the matches were were awesome. Like people getting sent to losers bracket and then trying to wake their their way back up the losers bracket and stuff like that. You had like some um, old school players like trying to fight tooth and nail to get get back mm-hmm. up and stuff like that. And it's just awesome seeing like these stories and everything like that. And um, the guy that won was a uh, was pretty incredible. Uh, I think he's a Ken player. I could I, if I recall correctly. Yeah, uh, but you know, we cool. root for that and stuff like that. So yeah, it's awesome. I recommend watching the vods for that. I mean, you want to see high level Street Fighter play, and the commentary is insane. They're like just talking about things. I'm just like, that's mm-hmm. crazy, and that's a lot of the fun part of it too. If you get good commenters, they they can really enhance the experience because sometimes yeah, you need it's like it's like those animes. Like you gotta tell us everything that's happening in these fights because we don't even we don't understand we what's don't happening understand. Like, exactly. Yeah, because like how difficult something is. Like well, that like whatever it looks whatever. But like then the, the commentators explaining like, dude, that was just so impressive because of how difficult that maneuver or whatever in that situation. Yeah. It just gives you more appreciation for what's happening on the screen because sometimes you can just like get lost and like, well, okay, what's lost happening right now? Off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just happy with Street Fighter 6. I still need to pick that up. Evo yeah. has pushed me to get it, like, very, very soon now. Um, but also just, like, the future fighting games. Like, I, I'm, I'm excited. Even though I might not get it, I'm excited for Tekken to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, even excited for Mortal Kombat to come out. They showed a new yeah. trailer. Mortal Kombat 1 looks really good. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, I think the, the genre and gaming is just big enough now that all these different fighting games can be successful without stepping on each other's toes. There's enough of an audience, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, and then that's it for the news, guys. Uh, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Gamecast. So thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, once again, we're live on Twitch Tuesday nights. Please join the conversations. A lot of fun. Um, we're on YouTube the following day. Subscribe to both channels so you get notified when we post, so you get the latest and greatest. You can pop in on Tuesdays mm-hmm. whenever you're available, and uh, watch us on Wednesdays uh, on YouTube. So once again, thanks, thanks for tuning in. We're done for the night. We'll see you guys next week.